welcome to another episode of Friends at Film, one that has been long awaited, but we are here, we are back. I am your host, Cooper Fudge, once again, joined by Josh Straley. Hello, everyone. It is good to be back. We've been on almost a two-month hiatus, I yeah, think. Precisely a two-month hiatus? Just about, yeah. Joker was the last time I, my voice was ringing in your ears on the pod, I believe. No, we did a Gemini Man the That's week after. right. So... We couldn't, you know, we, some other things came up. Amanda came here. She did our trailer breakdown for Star Wars 9. And, you know, we just haven't been able to get back into the swing of things. And uh, so now today, me and Josh are back together to do a what to what we want to see in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, basically, basically our last episode here for Friends of Film, or at least for now, a hiatus maybe an ending we don't really know at this moment but um we're going to close it out the way we kicked off this podcast with star wars and uh so we're going to do this what to what we want to see episode today and then in you know opening weekend it'll be me josh amanda will be back to do the review slash discussion on episode nine and then colton may also join us we're just going to go out with a bang everybody's here will be a big happy family and uh yeah that's going to be it at least for now. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah, it'll be uh, four, five years? Four years? The Force Awakens dropped in uh, 2015. Yeah, so we did... The first pod came out in December of the week after. Yeah, it'll be four years. Wow. Four years, uh, starting with this new reign of uh, Star Wars under Disney, ending with the end of the Skywalker saga. It seems fitting. Um the Star Wars phrase is what got you and me together, basically, to even think about a podcast, uh, thanks to a college assignment I had, um, and we talked about the prequels and the original trilogy and all this stuff in the lead up to seven, and they were like, you know what, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do this more often. And right. At the time, we are like, you know what, maybe we'll do bi-weekly, we don't know, and it turned into every week, basically, for four years, um, barely missing any time. And uh, evolving the show, doing um, these full news and reviews episodes, breaking those out into separate episodes, doing the big question, incorporating that, breaking those out. It's just been a lot. And uh, I want to thank you, Josh, for being here with me on this journey for the last four years. Oh, well, being here is the easiest part, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but, of course, like all of the thanks goes to you for like making this happen. You have been sound engineer, promoter head marketer, head <laughs> chief content officer, um, as well as uh, what other positions? Sound engineer, did I say that you already? Said, you said that one. Um, I don't know what else there is. Other positions, yeah. Because uh, you've been all of the things, and I have just been like, uh, hey, here's a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> here's a Coke, yeah. The the traditional recording Coke uh, has always been nice. Keep my uh, keep my throat nice and... Uh, and <laughs> Undeparched. And yes, exactly. <laughs> trying to think of the right way to say that. But, you know, it's. I think it's been impressive. Um, I think last year, maybe it was two years ago now, we did a kind of a, uh, like a, a 100th episode celebratory yeah. thing, which I think was our two-year mark. Um, so now we're going to finish out just under 200 episodes of the main show, but um, we'll have 306 episodes by the time we do the Rise of Skywalker review. Um, according to SoundCloud, we had over... 28,000 uh, listens over that time, which is phenomenal, at least in my mind. Like, it's probably not a lot for a lot of other podcasts, but for just two kids. Uh, not like kids. We're men, I guess now. Yes. We started as kids, I guess you could say. Uh, just doing this podcast together. And yeah, to think that 28,000 people, I mean, I'm sure there's obviously repeat viewings, but 28,000 
listens to us talk throughout four years. It's, it's kind of wild to think about. Uh, I don't know who all we've reached, but I know there's at least we have some people who have been loyal to us on you know Twitter and stuff. And uh, to all those people, we thank you for going with us on this journey. But before the end, we got to at least get to there. So let's talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, our anticipation of it. Josh, you were not here for our trailer breakdown that me and Amanda did. What were your thoughts on that trailer to kick us off? Um, I just thought it was epic as hell, I think, like for starters. And uh, absolutely, I don't know, it pulls all of the right emotional plugs for me. Um, like first and foremost, it was... I don't, the, the, all of the dialogue stitched together felt like it was talking to you about talking to me about Star Wars, mm-hmm. talking to the watcher about Star Wars. Um, John Boyega's it's an instinct, it's a feeling, it brought us all together. And it's like, oh, that's why you watch these movies. Um, and then it gets a little personal in there with uh, the story of Ray and then like um, kind of what the movie's about. And then it kind of pulls back out and it felt like Mark Hamill's talking to me about what this means to be a Jedi mm-hmm. and why these movies exist. And I loved all of it. But there's what's going on in the ending of those sequences, a you know, a cavalier charge on top of a star destroyer, mm-hmm. um, in the middle of like a huge epic space battle that we haven't seen since like Revenge of the Sith, uh, that just like gives you chills and then like, exhilaration and then uh C-3PO's talking to us and saying like, hey, goodbye, bye friends. It's been fun. It's like, oh, come on. That's, that is so (laughs) manipulative and like soul crushing, but every frame just looks epic. I, from the fighting on top of the Death Star to just be, you know, sitting and sifting their way through the shrouds of the second Death Star attack or the second ruins the second Death Mm -hmm. Star man like it gives you chills and it feels gothic and really really like it it's as frightening as a star wars movie has ever been i think like in sort of just heebie-jeebies and creeps yeah and i love that yeah no, i i I'm, I'm right there with you and i think just as we i mean we're as of our recording we are just under two weeks away from the movie being released and that's kind of, for me that's kind of the weird thing is that we are so close because I am excited. I'm very excited to see this movie, but there's also like this sense that I feel like I should maybe be a little more excited. Do you have that at all? Like, I feel like partially Mandalorian and baby Yoda have just taken the star Wars fandom by storm. Like this is what you need to be excited about. Right. Meanwhile, the end of the Skywalker saga is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit on the back burner. That's weird. Yeah. It, well, like the thing is like with the Mandalorian and baby Yoda is it just keeps hitting us week after week. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's well, going to happen this yeah. week. And then you, you stew on it and you let the memes kind of shroud, like, you know, kind of pop up from the ground. And so you play with that all weekend and you're like, Oh, that's right. We've still got the, um, the rise of Skywalker coming around. And so you have to kind of just like reset. I've been resetting myself at the end of every, um, weekend and like, no, the, the rise of Skywalker, <laughs> this is what I need to focus yeah. on. So, and then that's the content will trickle out from, uh, the night shows and entertainment magazines and places like that. It's like, okay, now I'm back on it, back on it, back on it. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, a new binge modes out here. Okay. Right. Get on that. And then you just go through that whole thing again for the weekend. And, um, I guess when the Mandalorian finally winds down in one week, two weeks. Um, no, cause it, it's final episode is after the movie comes out. Oh, okay, so they're yeah. doing, uh, let's see, it'll be episode six this coming week. And then the seventh chapter drops the day before the midnight showings of the rise Skywalker. And then 
the f- season one finale is the week after on Friday. Okay. Yeah. So then by the time we get to that episode before the midnight showings, like that's going to be the weakest episode of, or, you know, they'll be the least talked about, I think <sighs> you'd think, but then it's also the penultimate episode of season one. It's like, you have to think that episode's going to leave you being like, oh my goodness. Right. So whatever that is, it'll be what it is. But I think that's where the excitement's going from. It's just mm-hmm. that there hasn't been a ramp up. It's just been really like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, but getting lost in the mix of everything. Yeah. As far as episode nine is concerned, though, using Mandalorian as a bit of a jumping off point, mm-hmm. do you think there's any chance that we get Mando episode nine crossover no 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 not possible baby yoda's not showing up no baby yoda no mando no mando none of that that'd be too big a giveaway honestly but that would be so random and like i mean not random but it'd be so wild like where's baby yoda been all this time like Mm -hmm. there'd be way too many questions um than answers there maybe a character or two could Hmm. pop up okay but it's been 30 years even since then so they'd all have to be you know like pretty old right that's what i'm trying to think like who could like maybe like Cara, uh, Cara Dune, she'd be like in her like sixties, probably. <laughs> like that. I don't think I don't know if she, yeah, she'd really be. The... She'd really be that uh, ready for combat at that point. At that point, but we could have a Cara, We could have a Cara Dune general or something like that. Sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, I think all characters would really age out other than the, you know a really old Mandalorian mm-hmm. um, fighter. But beyond that, no. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. And uh, but what character? are you most excited about to, to learn more about, to see their, see their roles, see their performance even uh, in episode nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's really Adam driver and yeah. uh, Kylo Ren, because I just don't know what to expect from him. It's, I didn't know what to expect coming into this movie. And I didn't know what to expect after the first trailer mm-hmm. or the second trailer, because I've gotten just different glimpses each time of like what's going on in his head. And right now I have, it's just anybody's guess. Um, I know there's some like teases out there and marketing and press uh, junkets of like, oh, here, there's maybe a redemption arc or whatever. But I don't know if I buy it. I don't know like what redemption looks like. We've talked mm-hmm. about it on the show before. And one of the big questions. And I don't know if I know which way it's going to go at all um, with with the emperor being back and the connection between him and Ray. Um, like Ben could be. Ben could literally go anyway. I mean, with the Emperor, like, coming back, does he want to please him? Does he, like, know that Vader spited him at the end and wants to, like, help carry that legacy, too? Mm-hmm. Um, has Ben been a sleeper agent this entire time? So, like, Gosh. when he told Han, like, like, well, you know, like, it was all part of the ruse? I don't know. Um, but he has the most possibility for change mm-hmm. in, throughout this entire episode. And so he's the one I'm, like really really got eyes on yeah i i'm again in agree with you uh i know we both finished watching marriage story uh, over this past weekend yes. and driver is phenomenal in that movie and i also watched tfa and tlj over the last couple of days and yeah he's he's just the best part of this new trilogy and I, I, i'm just so curious to see where they do with him now now he's supreme leader he is in full command uh but then there's also you know is he the one searching for Palpatine? Does that just stumble across his lap? He's like, oh, like the most powerful Sith Lord ever. What do you know? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess he's back somehow. Or like, is he actively trying to free him? Like, there are just so many questions that I still have about his motivations, but then also the redemptive aspect of him is just such 
a looming question for this character. And after watching TLJ and TFA again, I already had this stance, but it just kind of solidified that I don't want to see him be redeemed. Like, at least in like the heroic way of, oh, I'm I'm redeemed and like I live like throughout the whole thing. Like if he if he heroically sacrifices himself, maybe I can get up over that. But everything he does in those movies, uh, he does it with pain, but he also does it like in an effort to push himself further into the dark side. So then to see him go back against that the last second, I just don't know how I'll feel with that. It all obviously depends on the execution of JJ and I trust him a lot. Um, if you remember the episode when he was announced as a director, I was like, yes, JJ, mm-hmm. he's the, he's like the obvious choice for this. Um, and so I'm hoping that he can deliver a satisfying, which I know is the word he's used throughout the entire press tour. Mm-hmm. It's a satisfying conclusion. The Skywalker saga. Um, I just want that to ring true for Kylo specifically. Um, because if they if they mess him up, I think that could really hurt my uh, hopeful love for this movie. Yeah, and, the, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I want to know what Kylo really wants in this movie, mm-hmm. too. Because each movie, it's changed um, pretty dramatically. Or not dramatically, but it's progressed, but it's changed. First, it's just want to, you know, kick the heck out of Luke and not let anybody ever find him again. Like, it's Vendetta. The second time around, it's, um, I don't know, it's bruised ego and trying to prove himself, but then also it's the Vendetta against Luke, which, like, just comes alive so brilliantly in that final moments where you're like, <laughs> like, of course, he's, he's so petulant in the mm-hmm. first one, it carries over perfectly. This time around, he didn't get Luke, he didn't get, but he did get the Supreme Leadership, he lost Rey, and so now, like, what is his, like, actual actual goal Mm -hmm. because we really haven't got a key in on like what he wants to see in the galaxy anakin was like perfect stability and order and um good rule of all time or whatever you know and now it's like well what does adam driver or what does you know ben solo Mm -hmm. kylo ren really want now that he's supreme leader like what's the end goal other than crush the resistance because right. after that it's just daddy issues and you know trying to best mommy and mm-hmm. and and like that can be it that can be all well and good but i want to see something a little more personal kind of sprout from it yeah absolutely like i just think that like there there's again like you mentioned there are so many different ways that we can go with this with this character that uh, i think that makes it a great um to display canvas for JJ to be like, I can go, I can go the redemption or I can go. He's sticking true to the villain uh, route as well. But I just, yeah, I, that is the part that I'm just like, this like has to be done better than anything else. I think for me to be like, yes, this movie like is on the same level as TFA and TLJ. Cause if Kylo dips, then I, that will, I think have my love for this movie dip as well. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Um, I mean, so it sounds like he was your first, he was, he was, the, he was your man to watch then too. Yes. Then going on after that, I mean, like what, what are some other things, other people, uh, that are, you know, are big, you know, like flashing arrows of what uh-huh. to watch for what you want to see. Well, I mean, dark Ray is, is a big one for me. You know, I mean, it's, it's Ray, but it's also dark Ray. Yeah. <clears throat> because I just think that again, just having those two movies just really fresh my mind. It's she has always been searching for her place. And I think she has found that with the resistance with Finn and Poe with Leia now, but there are still a lot of questions of, you know, if that opportunity is presented to her again, you know, in, in uh, TLJ, like when the, uh, when she's like going and trying to learn about the force and the, 
um, that like thing underneath Octo like presents the opportunity to find out the answer to her parents. Mm-hmm. Luke's like, they offered you an answer and you just leapt, you like you leap at it. And it's like, if that opportunity presents itself again, will she also be like, I have to know. I thought I knew my place and all this, but I still want to know like these answers and go after that. And I think there's just a lot you can do similar with Kylo with Ray, where she can go so many different ways. And, but I just want to see what I think Daisy Ridley is phenomenal as the performer is Ray. And I just want to see what she does next. And I want to see whatever JJ and Chris Terrio have devised for this character. Yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, like just Ray's entire conflict story is, is really what has to be like, mm-hmm. it's like my, it's my next thing. I mean, like it's really the story of the entire trilogy. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like it's being nudged, but been, it's, been nudged one way this mm-hmm. entire time of just like being okay with discomfort or being okay with not knowing or being okay with uh, the doubt or feelings that you have in yourself and just over- working to overcome those and that's why I feel like Luke's line inside of um, the trailer is like so potent because it's just like conquering fear and like getting over mm-hmm. what you don't know or getting past what you could be most afraid of because you know in the uh, TLJ when she when Kylo you know gets her to to say what her answer is about her parents mm-hmm. um like that's she's just scared of even saying that out loud right like he has to force it out of her true or untrue mm-hmm. we'll see but like it, it's that kind of whole point and that's a still like a lingering thought even because it's it's um unaddressed the rest of the movie mm-hmm. she never comes to terms with it we're at least that we see yeah and so her dealing with all of that in this movie is could absolutely push her one way or the other. It's mm-hmm. going to be the, you know, the strings that Palpatine pulls, like you said, um, by offering an answer. It's what uh, Palpatine or Vader uses on Luke in episode six to, you know, force you know, him to, you know, uh, try to strike down the emperor, uh, basically um, just kill his father uh, mm-hmm. near the end. It's like, it's those things that pull out the anger and, um, you know, double-bladed, lightsaber you know come true or untrue um vision or not like yeah you definitely gotta know like what the heck is up with that regardless yeah i mean and we i mean there's just still a lot we don't know like yes she is part of the resistance but unlike like poe is obviously entrenched in that in that in the resistance as he's basically the leader of it now Mm -hmm. and then finn is like committed himself to that organization as well but like ray we don't really know what she thinks about like the resistance itself. Like, obviously I'm sure she is pro resistance and like, Oh, the first order is bad. Right. But like, is she like a willing leader and fighter and like, general there? Or is she just kind of like, Oh, I'm off on my own doing my own thing. Oh, you need my help. Okay. I'll do that. Like, we don't really know how um, important being a part of the resistance itself is to her. Or is she, you know, off on her own sort of a thing and thinking, I, I need to go figure these other things out that's more important to me. That's more important to my arc and that can help the galaxy along the way. But I have something else I'm, I'm pushing for instead. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. It's funny too, because like that's what Luke is constantly doing throughout Mm -hmm. the, uh, the original trilogy. And I never thought to question like his like loyalty to him at all. Right. It's just sort of like, Oh yeah, of course Luke can just dip out anytime you right. want. It's like, why couldn't he? And it's like, that's really weird that they're just like, sure, Luke, go fly off. Right. It's like, Hey, everybody come back to base. All right. See us later. I'm going to, I'm going to dig about wait, yeah. wait what? <laughs> Same thing with Han too. It's like, all right, I've helped establish the super secret base. And then it's like, okay, now I got to go back to Jabba the Hutt. Right. That one I think makes a little sure. more sense. Cause he was like, 
he is like he is a little wishy washy. He's like not totally sure if he should be there or not. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I want to know like is Ray fully committed? Like, is she helping train people? Is she like a lead pilot now for some like, uh, you know, some squadron? Like, we don't really know what her role is within the resistance. And so I'm interested to figure out that aspect of her character in addition to then figuring out. I think, I think we'll get. I mean, we're going to get a more clear answer on her parents one way or another. Um, I know we're both on the side of we really love TLJ and its explanation that her parents are nobodies. She's a nobody. She, like even Luke says, you don't belong in the story. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, or does Kylo say that? Kylo says Kylo that. Says that. Um, it's like, I love that aspect of it. It was like, she's just a nobody who is brought about by the Force to, you know, be the, um, be the, be the counter to Kylo Ren. And... You know, now that she is, she is here. She's arrived. She has this prominent place in the story. Um, you know, what comes next for her, and how? I don't like. I don't think she's turning. I think we're getting some sort of answers with her parents. But you know, through all of that and Dark Ray and all these other complicated layers, there's a lot to unpack with her in two hours and twenty minutes. However long this movie is. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thing too. Time wise, I know. I mean, I could have swore three hours. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was, I thought it'd at least be two th- over two thirty, and it's like oh, this is- I mean it doesn't give me concern, I guess, but I'm just like oh that's a like you have to hit the ground running, like there is no time to waste with this movie. If you're if you're coming in under two and a half hours, and you have to reintroduce Palpy, you have to tie up Kylo and Ray, you have to do all these other things, like you have to get moving, JJ, like right from the start. Yeah, it's gonna be the most. Of, I mean, it'll be the second. It'll be. It's coming under the last Jedi in under terms in terms of runtime, which in like the last Jedi just clips. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can't imagine how this movie's gonna feel. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's what I'm just like. I'm I'm really hoping it's like okay. I trust JJ. I trust that. I trust that team. But it's just you. You have to like. There's there's just again there's just a lot of pressure on this movie to end this correctly, and um, I still have faith in them. But that's like. You would have thought that they'd be like, you know, we need another ten or fifteen minutes or something, right? So I'm gonna be, I am, I'll be really interested in to see uh, the deleted scenes and things like that that were pulled from the film. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, couldn't quite make the cut. Well, I mean, speaking of deleted scenes, I mean that's how we're getting Leia back in this movie. Yes. Um, what is what are you what are you anticipating for Leia and her role in this movie? Now that we know that you know Carrie Fisher obviously has passed, she's gone. Um, but all they have is leftover footage from TFA and maybe TLJ, but we don't really know if they have any of that or not. And, you know, now she's back maybe eight minutes of footage according to her brother, Nathan Hamill. But where, where do you, what are you thinking in terms of the amount of screen time she'll have, but then also like the impact she'll have in that, in those moments? Um, well, the footage I'm anticipating looks a lot like what you can see in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the, some of the trailers, you can actually see shot for shot how they kind of digitally recreate um, the things in the trailers like The Force Awakens. Um, there'll be some you know, footage of Leia standing you know, solidly, and you can see where um, on uh, the planet where they evacuate uh crate not crate but uh, prior oh, to oh the one they do evacuate yes, the car the car yes and you can see the base kind of removed and then you can envision how those go through mm-hmm. the, her um as well as ray hugging her mm-hmm. that's another shot that looks like it's been kind of repurposed yep. and things like that so you can you can kind of see kind of they've built scenes around those still going to be equally as um potent especially you know having kind of that 
duality back right. and forth there. Um, but I mean, I don't know really what to expect because I don't know what that footage is. Um, but if they wouldn't have done it, if they couldn't have felt that it would have been perfect or at least mm-hmm. worked in some kind of way, even if it's the weakest part of the movie, our relationship with Carrie and Ray um, and Leia is going to drive those things home all the way through. But I can't imagine it being a beginning and ending vignette, um, mm-hmm. some kind of just a send off of some kind. Um, Do you think she's going to die in the movie? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think it's, I think it's a goodbye rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but it'll still be, it'll be a goodbye for Ray and Leia, but also a goodbye for the character Leia and also a good, goodbye for the audience and Carrie. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I can't imagine it being anything else past that. Yeah. No, I I just think I've said it before. I just feel like doing that. I feel like it'd just be distasteful. Like if you're good at, if you were going to commit to, okay, like we're going to end Leia's story now that Carrie is passed, you know, with her also gone, I would just be like, Ryan, you have to try to rework TLJ somehow and just have her pass away, you know, when the explosion happens. Like, you don't don't bring her back and then just have her, oh, one year later, mm-hmm. she's gone again. Because, like, you can't have somebody that just mow down Leia. Um, but there's also so much limited amount of footage that they have that, like, she wasn't part of, like, as far as we know, like, an action set piece that was, like, cut from TFA or TLJ. Like, no. so you'd have to get really um, inventive with reusing this footage to make that happen. I just feel like there's no need to do it. And you can have her be part of the movie early on. Just be like, Hey guys, go on your mission. See you later. And then she can be back with them at the very end of the movie. And you're like, all right, it's all good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath to see what happens because it's something I'm like, it's a situation I've never really expected to have happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm interested because it's, it was one of the first things that was talked about when this new movie was being written and scripted mm-hmm. was, Oh, we've got a fix for Leia or, you know, we have a way to, you know, end Leia's story. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. Um, her brother was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is going to be so cool. You guys are going to be blown away. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay. Um, thanks a lot, man. But like <laughs> that was so random, but then they came along later uh-huh. and talked about it. So, I'm interested to see how that comes through. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and since we're talking about Leia, when we talk about her brother, Luke Skywalker, the man who this movie is, you know, somewhat named after the rise of Skywalker. I don't think it, again, it's literally meaning he's going to rise from the grave and <laughs> out of his force ghost form and appear. But you know, we are getting Luke in some way and we have to assume it's force ghost, but there's also that lingering tease from TLJ where he's like, where he tells Kylo, if you strike me out of, out of anger, I'll be with you. Um, just like your father, uh, I'll be more powerful than before and see you around kid. Like, so w- like, are we going to get Luke like toying with uh, Kylo throughout this movie? I don't know. Like I kind of, you, you gotta think that would be the personality of Luke is to like, just like, haunt the heck out of Kylo but to that, it didn't sounded like a threat. Like it, it sounded like him saying, "If you do strike me down, like I'm gonna haunt you forever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be in your heart, and you're gonna be struggling with, you know, how how you handled me forever and ever and right. ever." And Luke wasn't gonna, you know, was gonna avail him of that, like show him mercy there rather mm-hmm. than letting him, you know, cut, um, letting Ben cut him down. So I don't know if Luke's gonna haunt him 
I think Luke's going to be in a much more like I would say a much more elevated role of just guiding Ray and speaking with Leia, communing with Leia, and sort of I don't know being a overarching voice of guidance throughout the movie mm-hmm. rather than anything uh, pestering to Kylo because. I mean, I mean, I think you you would think Luke wants to kind of guide him back to that path, and that seemed to be like his intention. Do you think he, we get that then, where like he appears to Kylo in, um, you know, a Force Ghost form, and is like, "Hey, pal, uh, I know things didn't end well between us, right. but like you should not keep going down this path." And then, you know, probably just makes Kylo even more infuriated. He's just like, "Get away from you!" Like you you ruined my life, or like I turned against you. I've already like I've already defeated you. Stop. Stop bugging me. Yeah, and I, I don't think that'll be the case either because I don't know if Kylo's like earned that, uh-huh. if that makes any sense. Um, the who Force Ghost can appear to, I have no clue. Yeah, I, that's a huge question I have. Um, we've only seen him in an extremely limited capacity, uh-huh. uh, which is just on really secluded planets mm-hmm. and on Endor for brief seconds. And that's been, oh no, I mean also on... Um, the planet Octu. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I have, but they've only appeared to Jedi. They've only appeared, you know, in these kind of like holy of holy places. So, man, I, I yeah, I really have no clue. Um, but that photo of Luke and R two standing together that was released, like, so many questions about that. Why is R two chilling with him? Do you think I'm gonna get a flashback? I don't know what we're gonna get, but Luke's hand in that photo always messes me up because it looks like a hand that's been scorched and singed. Okay. Um, it doesn't look robotic at all. It doesn't look like there's a glove on it, but man, like I, I know it looks like Luke from today, like what, how he'd appear, but man, I have no clue. Yeah. I feel like we're getting flashback because like, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's like more to the story of Kylo turning against um, Luke and destroying the his previous Jedi Order and Jedi Temple and stuff, um, or what? But I just feel like in some capacity we're gonna get Luke Skywalker in more than just Force Ghost form. Like I was listening to the audio commentary for uh, TFA and JJ was like, "Oh, one of the greatest joys of my life directing Mark Hamill here." I'm like, I mean, I understand that obviously because like he's a legend and you're a huge Star Wars fan. You're directing Luke Skywalker in this moment, but you're also getting him for these quick seconds mm-hmm. and i think that there's like jj probably had i think other plans for luke if he would have done the whole trilogy or something and so if he can bring him back in some other way via flashback via some other force manipulation thing like there's got to be you know something else that like we're going to get from him and like if they're, if they're showing us that photo maybe it is just uh oh this is just a part of the vanity fair shoot pose we this is all we have ready for you guys but also maybe it's like oh we are going to take you back there we're going to go back to a different mission um that maybe luke and kylo were on i don't really know but um that would be i think cool to see i think it would also make a lot of people happy who (laughs) complain to this day that you know they didn't get the luke they they've been waiting for after all these years yeah this new trilogy that's a great point about the vanity fair too too i mean r2 could have just been wheeled up there and been like all right here you go Mm mm-hmm and then, like, our, our last real frame of Luke Skywalker in those robes is him with the, the tree burning down behind him. So yeah. it could be kind of like a recreation of that, I suppose. 
yeah, I mean, um, I mean, those are the four big characters. I mean, there's Poe, there's Finn, um, who are obviously going to be integral to the story as well. Yes. Um, but I don't really have any like specific wants or desires for those characters. It's like, okay, I, I'm just excited to see them back together again and interacting and going on adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm like, just do whatever. Do whatever feels right, JJ. Yeah, that's that's precisely where I'm at too. I mean, like, I want to have as much Poe as possible mm-hmm. throughout this entire movie. Um, it looks like it looks like he's just kind of straight chilling throughout most of it. Yeah. Um, he's gonna get a sweet cloak, which looks like it looks like a rain jacket. So it looks like after they finished on the wreckage of whatever the Death Star is, everyone's like, "All right, here's some coats. You know, uh-huh. cool down." Then that's when three PO will say those tearful words with a little. Babu Mickey guy, uh, Babu Frick. Babu Frick, thank you. I yes, think? whoever that little guy is. Yeah, like, you know it's it's gonna be chill and um, but you know it's the same thing with Finn. Like his his journey and his arc it seemed to have come complete in the Force Away or the right la- the last Jedi, mm-hmm. and where it goes from here. Um, you know I'm interested I'm interested to see who he's become rather than like where he's gonna go. Um, but it's at the same time, man. Like you know, bring it on. Yeah. Um. I mean, as far as other wants and desires, is there? I mean, we know we're getting you know the Knights of Rens or Bliss. We're getting all these other things. I mean, obviously Palpatine's coming back in some form. Um, when do you think we're going to find out that Palpatine is like part of this movie in terms of like the narrative structure? Like, are we going to have a like his name mentioned in the crawl? Are we going to like learn about some? Sith presence that they're both after or something within the first like 10 minutes like what do you think is the right time to introduce the idea of Palpatine being in this movie um, in the narrative but then also when do you think that he's actually going to appear in whatever form that may be Um, I think the idea of Palpatine gets introduced really quick Um, there's that image released by Empire of Kylo Ren just in the entirety of the First Order Stormtroopers just being like blown apart on deck of at least one ship and he's being kind of winded and forced to kind of, you know, uh, balance himself. Mm-hmm. That feels like something really powerful and I don't know, that feels other, that feels unnatural in a lot of ways. And it feels like that's going to click off um, whatever Kylo's looking for. But I mean, I think, I think the emperor comes in really quick. I mean, the, the idea of it being like first 20 minutes or so of, Hey, the, the, the forces that you're looking for, the hidden army is also mm-hmm. comes attached with the emperor's presence, you know, and there his return or something like that. Because I don't think Kylo would want to give up the Supreme leader rule. I don't think he'd no. want to be like, all right, bow down before the, the, you know, new emperor. But there's also the idea of like, who's been speaking to Kylo Ren amidst the helmet. Yeah. Uh, because Darth Vader, like, you know how there's these, yeah. the, the ideas of like, Oh, the, the loved one you're contacting with the Ouija board is not the loved one that it's actually a demon. <laughs> right. To be right. Them. You know, those kind of things. Yeah. I think that's kind of what's been up with the helmet where Palpatine has been the one communicating with Kylo out this whole time. Yes. And yeah. gu- guiding his steps all the way through. And then there's been Snoke with his own agenda. And that's why when the two cross paths, it was because Vader's like, we'll cut him down. No one needs him. Now I need you to go uh-huh. um, after and like wake me up from the dead. So you don't you don't think that Snoke is tied to Palpatine in any way? I don't think Snoke's tied to Palpatine in any way. Pal- Snoke really felt like his own um, his own entity in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, and so I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't connect the two. I feel. I feel like they're connected in some way. I don't know how, but I just think that like they've always talked about. You know that Snoke has been around since. The be- like 
since the Clone Wars. Like he's been he's been you know been part of this world for so long. We have only seen him till recently. I just think that that his position of power becoming so so quickly the mystery around him, um, him being forced you know uh, sensitive as well. I just think there's there's some connection to Palpatine that they have, whether he's like a failed clone of Palpatine or he was an actual, you know, um, a vessel for his spirit at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I just think in some way that we are going to get this connecting point to Palpatine and Snoke, because as much as I don't like saying this, it'll also appease fans and be like, Oh, Snoke wasted. There's no purpose to him. He was, he was dumb. Uh, it's like, Oh no, now he's, he's part of this larger narrative. You just didn't, know it and if you can do that then then we're good yeah that, that that would make a whole lot of sense too like there's there's a reason for this i mean obviously but um yeah like and then like the movie will also have to you know try to tie up like what the deal with him was mm-hmm. and so that answer is going to need to be you know at least seated or planted somewhere in yeah um but maybe that's the point of maybe we get a flashback to like you know Luke and Kyla going on a mission. They confront Snoke or something. Like I don't know if Snoke's actually in this movie or something, but like maybe that's where he they come across like the Knights of Ren or something. Um, I just think I just think there's got there's more to those stories than we've been led on. And as much as I you know, there's I think like a Knights of Ren comic book um, that's like even either started to be released or just about to be released. Like that's the comic. Uh, medium is a place to answer like small questions for hardcore fans, but like large questions for a lot of people um, you answer those in the movies. So if you have those ideas, like you do that now. Yeah, (coughs) I totally agree. And like, you know, like even like just, you know, um, background information on snow from any other kind of material. That's not a movie. It's like primarily non-existent. And so like, there's just nothing to even go around there. So yeah, man, I am. I'm really dying. And that's something too. I'm like, I'm dying for background information on mm-hmm. him, and basically all of the first order, I right. suppose. So, yeah, any any information there would be phenomenal. How much um, of this movie do you want to be like answering questions versus like? I mean, that, that's going to be obviously part of wrapping up this story. Um, and I know that's how Chris Terrio and JJ have said. Oh, we approach this as this is the final entry. We need to answer questions, but. How much of that needs to be like the focus of this movie versus like we're getting answers to these things like in the background or like very quickly rather than here's the 15 minute subplot of Snoke or Ray's parents or the Knights of Ren their origin or whatever. Yeah. Instead of like driving towards Palpatine and whatever the finale is of this movie. I think I think it should all just be driving story mm-hmm. and then like f- literally three sentences somewhere close to the ending act of like, well, here's what that was about. And here's what this was about. The end. Um, but, you know, like, again, at the same time, like, because I really don't need big explanations. It just needs to make sense in the moment and then push me forward. Mm-hmm. It can make, it needs to make sense overall, but it really just needs to be like, hey, this is very clearly the answer. Don't think about it anymore. All right. Now, here's a lightsaber battle. Here's some awesome explosions. And here is Dio and BB-8 being really cute together or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Like, that, that's that's really all I need in terms of just answers for it. Um, because, man, because I really don't care. <laughs> like, like what, what their explanation is. Whether he's, whether it is like, you know, failed Palpatine clone. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a good, I'm bought in. And he went rogue. 
or or if it's literally just some guy who was force powerful but didn't tell Palpatine and then jumped in when he saw his chance. Yeah. One of those two things works. I'm completely fine with it. Or like a secret apprentice of Palpatine who was like he's like he had those um yep. like they're like there's there's a lot of other things you can do with that with that character and yeah, I mean I think we're we I think we are going to get a lot of answers to questions that you either want to be answered or you don't. Um but I just hope that it doesn't take away from the focus of the mo- this movie, which which should be Kylo versus Rey, and how in the world is Palpatine back in the story all of a sudden? And what's this always his plan? Like, what right. is like there? There are a lot of things that you need to answer in this movie rather than those like supplemental things. Yeah, and as well, like the unknown regions are possibly mm-hmm. playing a role. Um, and so all these things, really excited to hear about and see. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything else like pressing um, in terms of like larger questions, specific things you want to see, um, theories you have? Man, theory theory wise, I think it's kind of all just out there. Yeah. It's like it's literally just who is Ray, the rise of the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Who is that? What was is that an entity? What does it mean? And then like finally, just what happens to Kylo? What happens to why is Palpatine? And mm-hmm. you know, where does, where does this end? What's the tie up? What's that final mind melting shot right. at the end that um, Kevin Smith won't shut the hell up about? It's like th- that, those are the questions I have. Um, and that's really, I mean, that, that, isn't, I think that kind of captures all of it, doesn't it? I think, I think, I think so. I mean, is there like just specifically like, um, you know, like dark way, are you, uh, a vision person? Are you a clone? I know you're not a clone person. Are you some other thing? I'm, I'm a vision person. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm, trying I'm to a nightmare like, person, actually. A nightmare? Okay, that makes sense. Um, Palpatine, is he coming back in his physical form for the whole thing? Oh, not for the whole thing, but he's he gets there. He gets there. Yeah, you have to. Like, you, mean you, you see some kind of shapely outline in that chair there, rising up above Ray. Right. And so that's got to be something. Well, like, and we know McDermott was on set. Right. And, like, you don't trout him out at the end of the first trailer reveal and have his laugh be there and then be like ha, he's not actually he's not even gonna appear in the movie like wait what i mean he, if it was only his voice people would be right. so mad and i think disney and jj and lucasfilm are trying to avoid that reaction at all costs with this movie so um yeah i think we're going to get him i don't think like you that he's going to stay in his original fiscal form this entire time i think there will be some some body hopping and some other things going on um and to go back to a question I asked earlier on um, in terms of when he appears, that's a tough one because I, I agree with you. He's going to be mentioned or that the idea of him is going to be brought up very early, early on. But in terms of when he like physically is brought back, like, that's what I have no idea. Like yeah. it could be the last 20 minutes. It could be the last hour. I, I do not know. And uh, I would probably lean on the side of that. It's, you know, the last like 30 minutes of this movie is what we get uh, from him. But I I would also hope that it's more and that whatever it is, it's substantial. Like, I don't want to be back, and here he is. He's back, and then we cut away, and there's a giant space battle for 15 minutes. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now we go back, and it's like five minutes of Palpatine, and he's right. gone. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. It's like whole, like one whole movie, and then like you know, like it fades to black, and it's like, like but wait, there's more. And then right. it's Palpatine's laughing like, oh, no, we got to go fight Palpatine. Okay, here we go. And then go fly off to do that. I mean, the movie will move like that a little bit, but mm-hmm. it won't be, it won't be just like – Here's a Star Wars movie, and like you, here's the last twenty minutes of a uh, Palpatine, you know, quick tie-up saga type right. thing. Right. No. 
Um, some quick questions here, courtesy of the Resistance Broadcast. They're doing this giveaway um, called the Prize of Skywalker. Uh, it, <laughs> clever, nice. clever, clever Very title. Nice. Um, it's a it's a cool giveaway. So if you guys want to enter it, you guys can find that um, on Twitter. Just search that hashtag. But they have a bunch of questions. I wanted to answer them here to wrap this up. Uh, will Ray kill Palpatine? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he will die, but or be be destroyed in some fashion, but I don't think that Ray is going to be the one to kill him. She'll have a hand in it. Yeah. Or like, I can see like if it's like, Oh, he's back, but it's more like his spirit is back. And like, she destroys something that like traps his spirit away again or something like, yeah, but I don't think she's going to be like, and now I decapitate Palpatine. Like, Whoa, no, there'll, okay. be, no, there'll be sizzling flesh of Palpatine. No. Yeah. Uh, so we're in agreement there. Will Kylo Ren use force lightning? I thought it was an interesting one to consider because I hadn't, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, he will. <coughs> so will. I don't think so. You know what? Actually, I'm taking it back. He's going to use something even more diabolical that we don't know Ooh. about yet. Some kind of like for dark force Asper will like come from his hands. And, like mm. instead of physically choking somebody or like invisibly choking somebody, like crush them. Oh, he's got something up his sleeve. Come well, on, I mean, there's yeah. Be. I mean, there's always new force powers in every Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. JJ is. I, I think it was JJ. It was Terio. Somebody with the movie confirmed that there are new force powers in this movie. And I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if it was force lightning from Kylo, but like that's not new. But yeah, I want to see him do something that's like whoa. Like we knew he was powerful. We knew Ray was powerful, yeah. but like they're both taking things up a notch because it's been a year since we last saw them. Like. There's a lot you can learn. Ray's got those Jedi sacred texts. Like, right. there's there's a lot that can be done with these characters in terms of pushing the envelope of the Force. That I want to see. Like, yeah, I don't know if I need to see like you know Force Unleashed trailer. A man pulls a star destroyer out of the sky, sort of thing. Like that oh, level of power, which gosh. was awesome. I remember that trailer yeah. so vividly. But like, if we get just something epic, not totally on that scale, but a little below that scale, like that'd be. I'm gonna go. Hack away to I'm gonna this. go grab those Star Wars books, Jedi Set Apprentice books, and just you know sift through there. For yeah, clues. That's a good idea. I mean, Johnson I mean, did it right in front of us. He man. did. He did. I don't know. I don't know if JJ would do that, but apparently Chris Terrio is like a mega Star Wars fan, like even like Rebels and Clone Wars and stuff. So like, who knows? That's One question that's not on here though. Speaking of those animated shows, are we gonna? Do you think we're gonna get like Hera uh, from Rebels or like just any sort of like animated character brought into live action for this movie? Uh, no, not in the foreground. Not, not that they'll come to the foreground. I yeah. think you could see somebody in the background for sure. Right. Like that, like the giant shot of all the resistance, uh, planes or, uh, ships coming in. I could totally, I, there's already the belief that one of them is the ship from rebels. And if that is so, like if you just do a quick, like zoom past or like, you know, pose there or like, or I think Lando's one leading the charge. He's like, all right guys, uh, comms check. You're like, got it. Got it. And there's like Harrison Dula here. And you're like, ah. Yeah. Everybody freaks out who's like seen the show. Everybody else is like, all right, cool. Green alien. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, another Twi'lek, of course. Right. Um, so what about, uh, will we see a lightsaber ignited with a color other than blue or red? No. Oh, I think yes. Other than blue or red? I don't know who it's going to be, but, you know, Luke did have that green lightsaber back when he was training uh, Kylo. We don't know what happened to that, as far as I understand. Right. Like, maybe R2 has that hidden away somewhere, like, or, or we get that flashback, we see him in action. I don't know. I just... 
I just think that we're going to see the green lightsaber in some fashion. That would be so funny if R2 does have it, though, because that would imply he's a kleptomaniac and just, like, pocketed Luke's lightsaber anytime he has a chance. He has a chance. Well, I mean, or, or it was like, you know, after that, when Luke's going to go cut himself off of the Force, he's like, I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. Gives it to R2 and is like, keep it. Right. Hold on to it for a better day or something. Like, at the lap, like, I don't know why he would be in this position. Then, like, you know, Ray needs a second lightsaber and... R2 goes, and choose right. one I would love over to, to her. I would love to see that. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know why R2 would be in that like, final fight, but you know, it'd it, be cool. It also is interesting that she has not built her own lightsaber and Correct. been using uh, Luke's this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even repaired Luke's for, for this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Which I still love to get a detailed shot of that thing to see if that if it's true that that actual band around the center of it was like replaced, which I think it was. But Yeah, I think so. And like, I think we're going to get, like, the, I don't know, maybe we can learn, like, how Maz got it. Like, you know, that's one of those shots we know was cut from TFA. They mm-hmm. could repurpose that either to be, you know. Or just completely change, because I still hated that explanation of Luke's hand holding on the lightsaber floating through Flo- space. Floating through space, landing on a planet, and then Maz finding it. Yeah, so yeah. weird. I mean, that was that's the implied, that was the original plan. That's obviously not canon yet, but... You know, JJ's it the, back. It was the last thing they cut from the movie, right? It was something really something close like that. made it in the end. Because, like, that was the rumored, that, that was supposed to be the beginning for a long time. That's what right. all the rumors were saying. And then maybe it's because of the rumors, JJ's like, nope, cut. <laughs> but then I don't know why she would say, oh, that's a story for another time. If you're like, oh, I already know. Yeah. <laughs> I already exactly. know that story. Right. <laughs> you literally showed it to me two hours ago. I'm sure that that's sure a comic or a short story that Probably. Could write up. Yeah, at some point. Um, will Zori Bliss remove her helmet? Yes, I definitely think so. I hope so. I want to see Carrie Russell's face, but I don't know if she will. Well, I could totally see it just being like, "Nope, you don't get to see it." Yeah, I, that would be a that would be such a power move. But if they're gonna, they've already started to tease something between her and Poe. Yeah, they have um, history together, right? So I feel like that would be. I mean, like, yeah, you you throw two hot people into a room and like you let <laughs> you let them like come on, you put their faces together. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um. What about uh, I? I'll, I'll go no for that for now. Um, will anyone but Ray and Kylo Ren use a lightsaber? No. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. I think yes. Some, oh, you know, maybe some of the. Uh, we still don't know what Matt Smith's up to. We do not. So maybe him, but maybe one of the Knights of Ren. That's about all. Right. Maybe the Knights of Ren. Maybe Luke in a flashback. And maybe you know Palpatine in some form. Whether he like you know. I mean, we're getting dark way. I'm not counting that as like a yes for this answer. But you know, if there's a clone version of Palpatine and he takes the double-A lightsaber or something like that. I could totally see that being a thing. Um, what about, uh, will the big three, Luke, Leia, and Han, appear on screen together? I know something you want, you've talked about. Yeah, I, I feel like a Force Ghost Han is, like, is inevitable. Or some kind of, like, spirit of Han. Like, yes, I think they're going to be on screen together. That would be wild. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, if they manage to make that happen somehow, we're like... I don't know, Leia is there at the end of the movie and, or maybe like Ray's looking at Leia and then all of a sudden like, you know, Luke shows up as a force ghost and it's like, oh, like that's clearly a force ghost. And then like, she has like a memory of Han and Han just like materializes there. But it's like, oh, it's not really a force ghost, but it's like my memory of Han is like making this a perfect picture. Mm-hmm. I could maybe see that, but I, I will still say no, this is not going to happen. I would, I would, I think so. But I mean, I don't know what it would imply near the end of things, but I think it's definitely possible. Will Matt Smith be in the movie and listed in the credits? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I just don't know where, why, how, or what. Same. I don't know. I don't know how, but I think he is in this movie. Um, Otherwise, that'd be just a 
pretty big mistake for I think it was Variety and Justin Kroll at the time to make, and I, I don't he doesn't normally make those. So yeah, um, will there be a kiss? Yeah, I th- that's that's what Poe and Zori, Zori Bliss are for, there for. Yeah, I think there will be. I don't know if it's between them, but it's the final movie. Like, there's gonna be some celebratory kiss between somebody or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And like, you take you take your hottest characters, and that's what Poe and Carrie, or that's what you know Oscar Isaac and Carrie Russell are for. So, yeah. just uh, hopefully it's not between Ray and Kylo. <laughs> I don't. I don't need. I don't need Raylo. I don't think. Oh, Raylo is probably happening a little bit too, but it's like very like spiritual yeah so, so like they're like force ghosts will high five or something you know and be like whoa wait ray and kylo's force ghosts are gonna high five yes and they're so, both dying oh instead of like two fingers it'll be like all five and then <laughs> it'll be like really sensational okay or okay i don't know uh will kylo ren slash ben solo die yes i think so too yeah so okay. i don't think even if you do another trilogy adam driver's not coming back to this no it doesn't even sound like most of these cast members want to come back um but at, so at, at that point, why leave him alive? Because then if you leave him alive, it's like, then what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, welcome back into the fold. Like, hey, buddy, mm-hmm. we know no. you. We know you're good. It's like, no, you destroyed like many planets, right? And so he force ghosts up next to Anakin, and he, Anakin and him look at each other, and then Anakin looks at Obi Wan, Obi Wan looks at Anakin, Yoda looks at Anakin and Obi Wan, and you know Ren, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of the force ghost, yeah. Well, you answered that next question. Will Hayden Christensen appear in the film? Yeah. yeah. I, I am not confident that he will. I think it would be cool, but I, 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 I have doubts. They don't need him for new footage. That's for sure. I guess that's true. You can, I mean, you can repurpose it so that way you can keep it under wraps, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, what about Leia? Will she appear as a Force ghost? I don't think so because I don't think they're going to kill her. No. But... I will also not be surprised if, like, the end of the movie, it's like ten years have passed, and it's like, you know, Ray training a new generation of Jedi, and then it's like, oh, boom, 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 boom. Here's all the Force Ghosts, and then last one is Leia. And it's like, yeah. Oh. Or like maybe she like tears. Hey, oh, that could be it. Yeah. I I don't I don't know where it'll go, but that that does seem right. Uh, will we see any of these planets, Tatooine, Naboo, Coruscant, or Mustafar? No. 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 Yeah. No. No on all three. There's four. Oh, was the other one? Tatooine, um, Tatooine, Naboo, Coruscant, and Mustafar. Yeah. No on all four. I think we're gonna see one of them at least. Oh, you know what? Coruscant probably maybe in some kind of like flash, not flashback, but you know montage. Yeah. But no Naboo. Maybe maybe Tatooine. I feel like Tatooine would be. Almost too obvious, but mm-hmm. maybe that's exactly why they go. I, I want to see a Mustafar. I think that'd be so cool uh, to see that planet again. But um, maybe it's too reminiscent of <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Be like, all right, now we're going back to Mustafar. It's like, why? It's right. Because like, why not? Think of Revenge of the Sith lava fight to this um to to this, the Death Star fight, the Death Star water yeah. fight. Yeah. Except I don't think that's the final fight. So like, there's something else after that. Yeah, possibly. Um, will Dark Ray have any lines? maybe some but they won't be anything like really ominous yeah i think she will i think she'll talk uh will darth plagueis be seen and or mentioned by name yes oh no no no, yeah i don't think so i think that's a little maybe too inside for this movie right uh who will end up with the millennium falcon there are four choices ray chewy poe lando or there's another option uh ray ends up with it sir ship i think it's chewy 
I mean, maybe Chewie's like the co-pilot with Ray, but yeah. uh, I think Chewie is definitely there. You know, you know, I would not be shocked to to, learn, to have it, a situation go where it's they try to give it back to Lando, and Lando's like, Chewie, you've been like first mate for like how many years now? I think it's time, buddy. Yeah, here, you why don't you just take over as captain? Well, I think they're co-piloted it together. Yeah. At one point, so you know, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, th- I don't know why Lando, unless he's just like you know. Going back to Zoldi, he's like, yeah, no, this is always mine. Mm-hmm. Han stole it for me. Right. <laughs> he wants it back, but I think it just makes more sense for Chewie to have it. I don't think Poe makes any sense. No. That just, that's too loud of field. And then Ray, I could I, I could see Ray, but I think it makes more sense for it to be Chewie. If she's going to take Han as a father figure, which is what seems like, because especially with her relationship to the Falcon, mm-hmm. like I think it's hers um, and Chewie's kind of with her and they be kind of, kind of become a, a traveling band together. But beyond that, though. Man, yeah, definitely Chewies, if not Rays. How many Force Ghosts will appear? One, two, three, four, or five or more? Five or more. Wow. Five or more. Yep, five you're or going, more. You're going the whole, everybody, Qui-Gon's yep. there. Yep. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I, I said uh, two, I think. I think it'll be two. That's fair. We'll get Luke, we'll get Yoda, and I was like, maybe maybe I'd go to three, but I was like, ah, nah, I don't know for sure. Um, who will have the first line in the film? I said 3PO. First line in the film? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's the there's the there's the scenes on Pasana that keep making me think like that's oh, I the think opening that's of the, the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, particularly like they fly now. It's like, like mm-hmm. it seems to be. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with. Um, I'm actually gonna go with Kylo Ren. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I w- I went with three PO because I also agree that Pasana's the opening, and I feel like they're gonna be like. The movie's gonna start. They're gonna get the crawl. We're gonna get the pan some way in space to the Falcon as it's approaching Pasana, and the three PO is gonna be like, just say something like, "Oh, this mission is gonna do this." And it's like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> yeah, and then it'll be it'll be Poe telling him to shut up, yeah. and then they'll kind of get into it. Yeah. Uh, who will say I have a bad feeling about this? I said Finn. I don't um, remember if he said it already, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Zori Bliss. Hmm, okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. JJ gives it to his buddy. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And who will have the last line of the film? Um, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. I was like, it's either him or it's Leia or it's Ray. It's one of those three. Like, there's no other option yep. in my mind. And I feel like it just makes so much sense for it to be. Luke in some capacity, whether he's saying something to Ray or it's like a voiceover or something. But yeah, I think it'll be Luke. Um, that's all I have. That's all I've got. Okay. Well, um, that was our discussion and our preview of star Wars, the rise of Skywalker. Um, as always, uh, we would love to hear what you guys are looking to see in the movie, what you're most anticipating. You guys can do so and tell us those thoughts by treating us at friends of film. You can follow me personally on there as well as movie Cooper. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. So you can get the final episode of Friends and Film in a couple of weeks here. Um, in the meantime, again, just thank you for listening throughout the four years. And uh, we'll see you later. Peace.